Thank you, Abby, for reminding us of our great God and that we can hide in Him. In fact, as we engage in other religions, one of the things that we have to remember that our personal experience of receiving Christ really is what separates us. You know, they can argue facts or their version of facts, but they can't argue what Christ has done within our hearts. And so as we share that, it's very powerful. And Christ is is all-encompassing. We can hide in Him. Thank you for that reminder. As we are in our series on Engage, uh, we are remembering that as we engage others uh, with the story of salvation, with the account of the gospel, we do so carefully. We do so respectfully. We do so on the basis of God's Word. Uh, no one ever... Um, no one ever was won by um, our arguments and our boldness and, and to the point of being obnoxious, but they are won by our love and our care and our persistence in loving them. And so we've just as a review, we've looked at a main, a main couple of things that we ask for every religion. We, we want to know how they deal with Scripture. What is it that they, how do they view the Bible? They have a... a we call a high view of Scripture. What do they say about the deity of Christ? Do they believe that Jesus is indeed God? Separates uh, those who follow Christ from all others. And then, so they believe that Christ is God, but how do they believe that one comes to the knowledge of salvation? Justification through grace, by faith. By grace through faith. And so as we come tonight, we're going to go to our second um, Second uh, uh, section on Islam. I'll give you some time, if we have time, to ask some questions toward the end. If not, we will take them and uh, maybe deal with them at a later time. Um, and so tonight we're going to look at various aspects. And I'm going to enlist um, Nabil Qureshi a little bit uh, through, the, through video. He has a new book coming out. Um, his, his first book was Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. The second is Answering Jihad. The next one comes up. Uh, uh, no other God, um, uh, and it deals with Allah or Jesus. And so uh, he, there's some pre, it's, the book is not out, but there's some pre-bonus stuff that comes out, and it's out already. And so I want to deal in succession with some of the video that he has and also deal in a, dig a little deeper than what his two or three minute video for each section is and pull out scripture and some more history to give us a better understanding. You know, one of the questions that we get from time to time is, um, doesn't Christianity and Islam teach the same things um, or, or similar things? They're, they're, if you look at and listen to Islam, they will tell you that Muhammad really is correcting what happened over the first six or 700 years of, um, after Christ. He's, come, he's the prophet that came in to correct things. And so we wanted to look at this and um, see here what Nabil says in this, in this area. Islam, which are praying the Salat, saying the Shahada, paying zakat, fasting, 
and I was looking forward to the opportunity of, of pilgrimage to Mecca. But it was always in, in the concept of performing, trying to do better, trying to earn my reward before God. If I missed a prayer, I'd be afraid and anxious, trying to make it up. If I wasn't fasting well, if I was angry while I was fasting, I would, I would beat up on myself because I wasn't performing as well as I needed to perform to be a good Muslim and to, to increase my chances on the day of judgment of entering into heaven. That's what you're constantly thinking of if you're trying to earn your own reward. Now the gospel message is different. Instead of teaching you how to live and to follow specific rules to earn your way into heaven, the gospel message teaches us the principles of who God is. And he tells us that he has paid the penalty for our sins. He is pouring grace upon us. We have free forgiveness and therefore he transforms our hearts. The Christian message is that God enters into this world, suffers for us, and then enters into our hearts and transforms us. And when I'm transformed now, when I think instead of rules to follow in order to avoid sin or to, to cover over sin or pay for sin, instead my heart is transformed and I no longer want to sin. I don't even want to. I just love God so much. Yeah, it's not about trying to earn heaven. God's already promised me heaven because of what he's done. I just want to please him because he's my father. He loves me. I want to love him back. And with that kind of a, a lightness in my step and a joy in my heart, I can then reach out to others. I can help others who are trapped, others who feel that they don't have grace. I can introduce them to our Father. I can tell them that they are forgiven. And even people who sinned against me, I can take the forgiveness that God has extended to me and pay it forward. Think about this for a moment. If God is willing to forgive us, now who is God? He's the one who's created us. He's given us our hands, our feet, our eyes, our mind. And then we use these very gifts he's given us to sin against him. That's unbelievably horrible to, to use the gifts that he's given us as a loving father and to rebel against him with that. Yet he forgives us. And if he forgives us, how much more do we ought to forgive those who have sinned against us? You know, when other people hurt us, they're not hurting us as badly as we're hurting God. Yet if God has forgiven us, we ought to forgive others. And so grace flows through us. Joy flows through us. And all of a sudden, we are agents to change the world as God transforms us more and more into his image, as he makes us more like Jesus, the perfect prototype of who humans were created to be, then we are the hands and feet of Jesus to change this world. No, the Christian message is very, very different from the Islamic message. The Islamic message is about trying to earn and perform. The Christian message is about being transformed and transforming the world as a result. And even if we have to give up our lives for the sake of loving this world, we can do that because we've been promised heaven and we'd be following Jesus who gave up his life for the sake of us. It's interesting to note that as we've studied other religions, that it comes down to that. Performance to be approved by God or God himself coming and making a way to be reconciled to him. And so as we look at that, the character of God in these two religions is vastly different. One is an angry, vengeful God who everything must be done to satisfy him, but there is no love shown. The God of the Bible is a God who is just and holy, yes, but he himself provides a way, the love. And even the character of the Scripture is different. The character of the Quran is much different than um, our Bible. 
It is not a unified whole. And I think we make the assumption that because our Bible, we have a book or a chapter, and it's written as we come like Nehemiah. So we have a book of Nehemiah, and all the chapters go together, and they kind of form. Even the book of Proverbs has, uh, even though it's, it's, it's put together in such a way that we think, okay, it addresses different issues, but it has a general idea, understanding of, of who God is and how we are to live. And so we look at it, and the Quran is not that way at all. In fact, um, there can be verses right next to each other that contradict or that do not deal with each other. So context, we, we go to context of Scripture. We say, okay, what is Paul talking about? Where, who's, to whom is he writing? Context for us is very, very important. Context, you can't rely upon context in the Quran. Um, it's interesting here. Nabil writes in, in his book, Seeking Allah, the Bible and the Quran were nothing alike. This is on his, his uh, path to finding Jesus. Not in the slightness. slightest. While I was trying, uh, why was I trying to interpret them the same way? Uh, Muhammad dictate, dictated the contents of the Quran to his scribes over a period of 23 years. Only after his death was the Quran collected into a book. Verses that have been dictated years or decades apart are frequently found side by side in the Quran often with no obvious connection. The result is that Muslims place relatively little weight on surrounding passages when trying to interpret a section of the Quran. For context, they, in turn, uh, they turn instead to the historical commentaries, the hadith, especially the Azban an Nazul. So fractured are the narratives in the Quran that only one story has a clear beginning, middle and end, and that's the story of Joseph. So the Joseph of the Old Testament. And so you have this, and so it's different. The character of the religion, not only is, is the character of who God is different, their holy book is different. And so it is a, it's a religion that is, depends greatly on men to interpret for other men and women. And so their religious leaders uh, interpret the passages for others. And that's why you can find uh, much difference where you find uh, maybe 10, 7 to 10% of radical Muslims and their imams, their holy men are interpreting the Quran in a very, actually a very um, exact and literal sense. And others, the, the vast majority, don't, uh, they pick and choose what they want, but it depends on what, what mosque you go to. And I'm not saying this to be derogatory, but it really depends on who you follow as a man, what man you follow, how you interpret their holy book. And so you get a lot of different understandings of what Islam is. Uh, we touched last week, Islam in Pakistan, Islam in Indonesia, Islam in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Everything is it's, it's vastly different. It brings in the culture and becomes assimilation together. So something you hear, we touched on a little bit last week, is Islam a religion of peace? Is it a religion of peace? And so... Uh, we're going to look at this and then uh, look a little bit more about Allah. One thing that I used to say when I was a Muslim and that many Muslims say to me still is that Islam means peace and Islam is therefore a religion of peace. How can you say that Islam teaches violence? I want to be very clear. Uh, Muslims are often very 